Jude chapter 1 from verse 20 to 20, 23. NIRV But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith. Let the Holy Spirit guide and help you when you pray. And by doing these things, remain in God's love as you wait. You are waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you eternal life. Show mercy to those who doubt. Save others by pulling them out of the fire. To others, show mercy mixed with fear of sin. Hate even the clothes that are stained by the sins of those who wear them. Hello everyone, welcome to the Echo My Podcast. It's your host, Dara. Thank you for being here again this week. Okay, if you've been following me, you'll know that for the past three weeks, we've been dealing on verse 20 and 21, like at least a part of verse 21, and we've been talking about the things that the book of Jude is advising us to do to maintain our life with God. The first one we looked about, I looked at was building yourselves up in your most holy faith, and the second was, you know, letting the Holy Spirit guide and help you when you pray in the Spirit. Thirdly, we looked about remaining in God's love even as we wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to return. So the fourth one is waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus to bring you eternal life. Now, this is so important. We need to understand. We need to always remember that we are saved by grace and his mercy alone. It's not because of, you know, any of us did anything. We, we need to ensure that we remain in that state of humility until Jesus returns. We cannot at any point begin to feel like, oh, I got this. I can do this. If I do this, I'm righteous. If I don't do this, I'm, I'm not righteous. I know there is a place for the works of righteousness, but my point is that the emphasis of the foundation of our faith has to be that it is strictly by his grace and his mercy. I think somewhere in Ephesians says that it is by grace that you have been saved and not through works that any man should boast. So you need to remain in that place even as you are waiting for Jesus Christ to bring us the fullness of our salvation. And now verse 22 to 23 talks about three categories of people. The first category category of people are those who are already in the faith, but they, are, they still doubt. I like the way the message translation puts it. It says that we should go easy on those who hesitate in the faith. And if you look around you, you will know that there are one or two people who are still hesitating, who are like one leg in, one leg out, who don't have not fully come to that place of fully trusting God with everything that they have. There are still people who are wavering in their faith. So we need to ensure that we are showing them mercy. We are being kind to them. We are not throwing them out. We are not bashing them. We are not, you know, canceling them or, you know, making them feel like, oh, they are not part of the body of Christ. They are, but they still have doubt. And it's our job as Christians to ensure that we are holding each other up. Those people who are doubting, be kind to them, help them, pray for them, do whatever you can to ensure that they don't leave the faith and keep praying that God in his mercy would bring them into the fullness of salvation. Now, the second category of people are, you know, those who are not saved at all. And I like the way this Bible, the blessed translation puts it. It says that you should save others by pulling them out of the fire. Obviously, there's no literal fire that you need to save someone in. But it's talking about the urgency with which you need to ensure that unbelievers come to the body of Christ. Because if they don't, their destination is hellfire. 
and we need to ensure that we are doing everything in our capacity that we are not just relaxed living our best life and focusing on ourselves we need to ensure that others that are not in the body of christ they need to come in so if that's going to translate as you know giving to missionary or organizations that are actively working behind you know day in day out in the forefront to bring people to the body of christ that you're investing in them if you need to volunteer if you need to pray if you need to go for evangelism whatever you need to do salvation is so important and i like the urgency that this translation puts it as urgent as you will save someone from the fire if you probably have watched um firefighters you know go into buildings to save you know someone in the building in a building that is on fire you would see the urgency with which they do it because there is no time to waste that is how we as believers are supposed to approach the issue of salvation and now there is a third category of people these are people who are living in sin actively living in sin and there are probably people that are close to you you might know a few of them the bible is advising us to still show them mercy don't cancel them don't be like oh this person is going to hellfire straight no show them mercy but even as you're showing them mercy don't let your guards down don't feel like you have overcome this sin i can handle it now you still need to be afraid of that sin don't don't feel like you know this is this is this is nothing i'm out of this it can't get to me anymore don't hang around you do to a point that those sin those um sins begin to influence you and i like the way the message bible puts it is generally just summarizing it as you know hate the sin but don't hate the sinner right and i feel like that's where some of us mix it up at times you feel like oh this person is so bad can never be saved no <laughs> it doesn't really work like that every single person is a child of god and god loves each and every one of us equally every single person is important it's just literally don't throw caution to the wind always be careful when you're around people who have not you know you know kept themselves like completely in, into christ and i just want to you know just conclude this by reading the concluding verse of the book of jude now and it's actually a prayer and you know prayer of thanksgiving and i'm just going to read that in the passion translation and it says now to the one with enough power to prevent you from stumbling into sin and bring you faultless before his glorious presence to stand before him with ecstatic delight to the only god our savior through our lord jesus christ be endless glory and majesty great power and authority from before he created time and throughout all the ages of eternity amen so it's my prayer that you know the power of god will be strong enough to keep us till jesus returns that we will not lose out on being humble waiting for the mercy of jesus to bring us into the fullness of eternal life in jesus name we pray amen so yeah that's it from me guys i'll see you guys again next week until then remain blessed bye guys Psalms 62 from verse 5 to 8, the Passion Translation. I am standing in absolute stillness, silent before the one I love, waiting as long as it takes for him to rescue me. Only God is my Savior and he will not fail me.
for he alone is my safe place. His wraparound presence always protects me as my champion defender. There is no risk or failure with God. So why will I let worry paralyze me even when troubles multiply around me? God's glory is all around me. His wraparound presence is all I need. For the Lord is my savior, my hero and my life-giving strength. Trust only in God every moment. Tell him all your troubles and pour out your heart longings to him. Believe me when I tell you, he will help you. Hello everyone, welcome to the Echo My Project. <laughs> Echo My Podcast. <laughs> I said project. Welcome to another exciting week. I'm so glad you guys are listening again. Thank you. So I'll just jump right into it. I really love Psalm 62 in virtually every translation, but I just had to choose you know the passion translation i want to begin verse by saying verse 5 in the new king james version and it says my soul waits patiently for god alone for my expectation is from him i don't know about you but waiting for god to move and bring about you know a deliverance from a difficult time in my own life you know it's hard it's not so hard on some days but on some other days it just hits you so badly and in those moments you just have to speak to yourself or you're going to drown in self-pity when david wrote this psalm this particular psalm if you look closely you will see that he spoke to himself to wait silently in god alone in verse 1 and verse 5 one thing you need to understand as our spirits are you know 100 in complete faith is saved there's no problem with our spirits there is no doubt about that but the soul the seat of our emotions where our desires are are you know the mind of our of, of who we are that's where the conflict usually is that is where there is you know intense warfare going on that's why in second corinthians chapter 10 the bible tells us that you know in spiritual warfare our weapons are not like those that are used in the military you know for instance but they are powerful enough to pull down those strongholds in the mind that the, the, the god's you know weapons you know is so strong that it's able to cast down in our imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god the carnal mind by itself does not have the patience to wait for anything message bible puts verse 5 like this it says god the one and only i will wait as long as he says see in waiting times that's where we we often get frustrated we often begin to feel like we are the only ones that are going through the challenge alone in the world but it's not true you know whatever may be the challenge in my life right now and in yours right now is not peculiar to us alone let me read this in the passion translation first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 it tells us that we all experience times of testing which is normal for every human being but god will be faithful to you he will screen and filter the severity nature and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it and each test is an opportunity to trust him more 
For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously. So you see that we are not alone in whatever we are going through. I'm not the first person, for instance, to deal with a child who has, you know, some kind of developmental delay or, you know, someone battling with infertility or depression or anything at all. It is normal. It's a normal way of life. Now that we know that this is normal, that, oh, the devil is not just running rampage on you or someone somewhere is trying to concord something to make your life a living hell. Now that we know that this is normal, that these things can happen in that moment we can now confidently speak to speak to ourselves to wait silently for god alone for the expectation of deliverance is only going to come from him we can then tell ourselves that we are now able to stand in absolute stillness to be silent before him after we have prayed to god about it in the place of rest we know that without a shadow of doubt that only God is the one that can save us and that he will not fail. In those moments, we are confident that he's our safe place, that we know that there is no risk of failure with him because our souls are in perfect submission to God. We know that worry will not paralyze us. Even when the troubles even seem to multiply, you know, even as the problem is multiplying, we are mindful of his presence even as the problems are multiplying, we are mindful that we have his strength to push through. We are mindful that even in those times that we are able to give out words of encouragement and comfort even to others. Even in our own troubles, we are able to encourage someone, tell someone, tell somebody that God, there are your troubles or whatever you are going through. God is enough for you and he's going to come through. We are going to be able to tell them to pour out their hearts before God, knowing that God will come true. Earlier this week, the Holy Spirit brought this verse, um, uh, you know, close to me, in First First Peter chapter five verse seven, and I read it for the first time in the in the Philips translation, and it says, "You can throw the whole weight of your anxieties on Him, for you are His personal concern." That word. It really, it really got to me because that was what I needed to hear at that point. I needed to hear that I can throw the whole weight of my anxieties on God because why? I am his personal concern. What a word. What a word to encourage you. You know, I'm just here to tell you that whatever you're going through, that you're not alone in that trouble. You're not the first and you may not even be the last either. But if you resolve to renew your mind with God's word and you decide to wait silently in God alone for your deliverance, you know, not waiting on God. Your mind is here. Your mind is here. You're trying to sort it out with your, you know, your human wisdom. No, waiting on God alone. Now, if you decide to come to that point where you're going to trust God, you're going to even find that you have the encouragement, you have the strength, you have the words to encourage someone that is going through a similar problem or even a different one. You will see God's hand come true for you. I believe that, you know, Christians, we need to learn how to wait in absolute stillness before God, irrespective of what is happening. There should be no room for panics whatsoever. Just hold on to God's word, God's prophetic word over you and keep dancing with the Holy Spirit. Keep listening to whatever he's telling you at every time. There is a lesson for every season that we are in and I pray that we receive the grace 
to wait it out in jesus name amen see one thing we need to understand that there is no risk of god failing you it's not even a subject to even consider god can be trusted to keep his word he cannot lie he can be trusted if he did it for abraham and sarah after waiting for you know at least 25 years to birth isaac and he did it for isaac and rebecca at you know to give birth to um and jacob and esau and a lot of people in the world and even outside the world if you look around you're going to find one believable reference of god sticking through coming through for someone that waited on him he's going to do it the same for you i just want to encourage you you know be encouraged in what god is doing even if you cannot see wait silently for god alone no sulking in this time wait for god and you know however long it takes for god to fulfill his word over you i need you to be prepared to wait 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 waiting is not easy but it's doable if you look around you find someone who has gone through you know a similar challenge it's not an alien thing for you to be going through whatever you're going through it is normal for every human being so i just hope that these words have been able to encourage you you know and to keep you in faith over what god over what you're trusting god to do for you so stay blessed and by god's grace you'll hear from me next week bye guys